At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. All right, shall we jump into it? Let's duel it. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong anime. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Actually, who do you think Netflix would cast as a live action Yu-Gi-Oh? Probably uh, Logan Paul. Welcome to TV Talk. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. Bell, man, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing Fantastamundo. <laughs> man, it is so glad uh, for me to hear that, that you are doing Fantastamundo. I too am doing just okay. Uh, but you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be here and talking with you, man. When we first announced to the people that we were going through a bit of a rebrand here, that we were kind of changing the focus or, or maybe like bringing the podcast into focus as it's kind of evolved over time into kind of more of a general TV talk with some good panel to screen reviews mixed in for good measure. Uh, you know, thinking ahead to like the series that we would be talking about uh, was, was really, it was, it was exciting. We're, we're experiencing a unique a golden era of television, man. It's it's really a, a beautiful time. Of course, if you consider streaming services television, which we certainly do here. Uh, and, and here's the thing with all of this, man. We were, we were looking down like, all right, what do we want to talk about? What, what shows are coming up that we're like super hyped for? And of course, we had Hawkeye at that point, you know, a lot, yeah. a lot of hype, a lot of hype. We also uh, had uh, Book of Boba Fett, right? Which is you know, going on currently. Book of Boba Fett, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We had uh, uh, up, up and coming, you know, future seasons of The Mandalorian. You got uh, the next season of Westworld. You got all, all kinds of shows. Yes. Yeah, there, there. I mean, the at the time, the horizon was was vast, and it, it even still today, there's still yes. more stuff on that horizon. Absolutely, man. The horizon looks good, but on the horizon at the time was the live action. Uh, incarnation of Cowboy Bebop created by Netflix. We were so hyped for this thing, man. Like I, I know I, I, I definitely was Cowboy Bebop, probably the only like one of two animes that I actually really, really like. Uh, it is the anime that anime fans like like non anime fans have to admit they like, you know? Yeah, that, that in fact, I believe you were the one that actually introduced me to Cowboy Bebop, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, that that sounds about right. So what about you, man? What was your first introduction to Cowboy Bebop? Uh, I want to say I uh, I saw it on yeah Adult Swim. I think it was on Adult Swim. Yeah, on, that, their, on their anime block. That sounds familiar. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then did, from there, I bought or 
pirated. Um, <laughs> because acquired. the DVDs are you super acquired. I acquired them. I acquired them uh, because you know the DVDs are super expensive when you're you know when you're younger and you just don't have money. And so you know when like an import DVD costs forty five dollars, you know, yeah. And it didn't even have, you know, it's got like four episodes on it or something. You realize so. like 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 last week you came on here and talked about uh, an issue with a drug overdose. And now you're like talking about your, your issue with the, an overdose. Well, regardless, <laughs> my point is that like, you're coming, like when you go to trial, they're going to pull up the TV talk podcast for all the evidence. It's just all here. This is it right here. <laughs> Well, you know, and, and I, I had to go dig up one of the bodies because I accidentally left a lot of money on the courts. And so, you know, <laughs> your lawyer's going to be like, what evidence do they have? They're just going to click play and they'll be like, yeah, all right, <laughs> have fun in prison. Yeah, no the statute of limitations is way since been uh, been 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 had for I, uh, piracy. I, I don't I don't think I don't think that's how that works. But regardless of. Yes, of course, you, you acquired Bell, you acquired said DVDs. Yeah, uh, back in the day, and uh, yeah, uh, but did you li- literally like happen upon it, um, or was it? Because I know we had a mutual friend who was super big in anime, uh, who also kind of introduced a, a couple of us into some different things. Yeah, you know, I I don't remember specifically who introduced me to it first, or if I came across it on uh, um, Adult Swim. I'm I'm gonna guess that it was Adult Swim, like Toonami yeah. kind of block. Um, just Toonami, because, that's what yeah, it was. Toonami, yeah, Toonami. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to guess that it was Toonami because I'm fairly certain Cowboy Bebop is the only anime that I can watch and actually prefer the English dub on. Ooh, okay. Yeah, the the, the voice acting was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Like, and and that's like a very, that's a rarity for me. Like anytime I watch anime on Netflix or, or you know, wherever else, like uh, Crunchyroll or something like that, I always, almost always prefer the Japanese uh, uh, original voices with the english subtitles and cowboy bebop is the one exception like i actually went when i when i rewatched uh, a lot of the episodes from the anime uh, i put on the uh the japanese uh, original audio and i was like something something's not hitting right mm. and then i put on the english dub and i was like that's why <laughs> ah, there it is. There it is. because you know the english dub is what came on tsunami and that just that just cemented in my brain like that is cowboy bebop that is what spike sounds like that is what jet sounds like that is what Faye sounds like that is what ed sounds like all of those like all those characters are just concrete in my head whereas you know other animes um it's not the same like i i have i have to watch the uh I have to watch the Japanese original audio for, for most other animes, which is kind of wild because like thinking back to it, like the, uh, you know, Spike, the, I, I blank on the voice actor who's, who's named, uh, who played Spike, but he's done a lot of voice acting gigs and like, you know, basically whenever they need like a, you know, just kind of a, a BA kind of grizzled character, they always get that dude. And it's like, oh, yep, they're calling Spike. They're getting Spike's voice in there. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he kind of, yeah. to some extent, tight cast is that. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, hey, it's voice acting work. You're not, you're not going to complain about it. Yeah, you know, and like he, he, you know, he was a great. Um, uh, let's see here. I'm trying to feed uh, Steve Blum. Okay. Yeah. 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 Fantastic yeah, voice actor. Yeah, absolutely fantastic voice actor. Like he is my Spike Spiegel. Yeah. And uh, he's done all sorts of other stuff. Um, he was also the voice of Tom. Uh, who was the the robot who hosted Toonami? Right, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. kind of a little bit almost. Um, do you think it was because he was also Spike, or do you think it was just you know just happened to work out that way? <laughs> you know, I I don't I don't know. That is a good question though. Interesting. Interesting. I think I think he may have gotten that before the Toonami gig because the and uh, I might be wrong. 
but if the tsunami gig or or or, or uh, cowboy bebop is like what just exploded his career well okay so let's talk about cowboy bebop man so i mean obviously you say it's it's uh you know it holds a special place in your anime heart for me man it is it is like one of the most quintessential cartoon television shows of all time possibly even one of if not the greatest television show of all time is that too much to say no i i, I don't think so i mean I like th- yeah, yeah that, that gets tossed around a lot but you think about like a character driven uh, a narrative that was able to kind of walk the line for both like spaghetti Western, but then also kind of like those one off, you know, a uh, pseudo serialized shows. Like it was, it was really, I mean, it, it's extremely, extremely well-written. Uh, the characters felt very real. The world was very well thought out. They did not hold your hand in explaining the situation at all in terms of the universe, but at the same time, they were able to bring you in so naturally that you felt instantly immersed and, uh, you know, pulling off of iconic characters from film noir, from cowboy films. I mean, just I mean, like it, this, everything that I could ever want in a television show in storytelling in general exists in Cowboy Bebop's. Yeah, like, like uh, Shinichiro Watanabe like wanted it's it's all over the 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 anime. Like when you watch the anime, like the the English uh, like you know scripts that you see in the background is talking about how like you know we're going to make a new genre of uh, <laughs> of show and it will be called Cowboy Bebop right. and like 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 that's what he was trying to do. Right, he was trying to create this just amalgam of just crazy like brand new kind of show like like concept idea. And it was it was it was sci-fi. It was cyberpunk. It was western. It was like all of these things, uh, noir. Um, you know, all of these sort of genres kind of just rolled and mashed together. And you put that on top of of, of like you said, well-written characters and an excellent you know uh, uh, through line throughout the entire thing. Even though there were you know one-off episodes and bottle episodes and things like that, you had this through line of the you know quote main story, and it was it was just it was it was it was perfect. You know, so good. Like, it was yeah. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this, this is the problem that I think that anyone who wanted to ever attempt to make this into live action, it was going to run into because I, you know, and this is just me and I, and I, I realize that I am a, a poor judge of this, of what I'm about to say. But for me, this feels like Cowboy Bebop is like the quintessential anime. It is like the pinnacle of what you can do an anime. Now, a lot of people are going to like scoff at that and point out all of the problems with me, be it, me especially being the one to say that, especially when like, this is like the only anime I like. So how, how can that be the case? How, how on earth can <laughs> I be the one to definitively say that? Well, I'm just saying for me, that seems to be the case. Like it is one way or the other, even if you don't necessarily hold it in that high regard, everyone holds this show in high regard. It is literally impossible to make any kind of like, you know, live action or just general adaptation of this series and have it even come close to living up to the original. And I think that's important to acknowledge before talking about what we're about to talk about. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. You know, it's one of those when people say like anime, isn't that like just cartoons? There, there's there's this cowboy bebop. So okay, yeah, you know, it's it's not just cartoons, it's not like it's not like Pokemon or Digimon or or any other mon. Uh <laughs> <laughs> hey, Digimon was pretty good. All right, yeah, keep going, keep going. Yeah, but it, but it's not it's not like anime isn't intended for. I mean, there there are anime intended to for children like Pokemon, Digimon, etc. Sure. Yeah. Um, but there's also like just like just like you would say, there's TV shows geared towards children. There's TV shows geared towards adults, and anime has the same thing. And so like when people, some people will, will will associate anime as like kids cartoons because it's animated, and that's kind of how like there are no adult animation well, shows in th- America. I think, I think that was true in the '90s. Do you think that's still true now though? That people still have that stigma. 
I don't know. I'm, I'm basing this off of me in the 90s because that right. was, you know, it was, it was really yeah. hard to like, you know, explain. Oh, yo, yeah. Anime is like anime. What's that? Uh, aren't those like kid shows? And, you know, that was my experience explaining it in the past. But yes, I think it has become way more of a, uh, I guess. Accepted? I mean, like, yeah. I don't know what the right phraseology here is, but yeah, I mean, like, it, it does seem that, that people understand. I mean, look, you got Family Guy. Obviously, The Simpsons has been around for a gajillion years. Like, you know, the un- there is a general understanding of like cartoons are not just for kids. You can't just sit your kid down in front of a cartoon these days and think, ah, here, watch yourself a family guy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> watch your silly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. For sure. And I, th- I think that has changed a lot. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you ever do run across someone who who isn't as exposed to, to uh, animation intended for, I don't want to say adult animation because that just comes off weird, but animation intended for adult audiences. Right. Covering your bases there. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I would recommend for like a movie uh, or for a show, Cowboy Bebop and for a movie like uh, Grave of the Fireflies, because that is one of the most depressing films you'll ever see. Uh, and it's, and it's extremely emotional and it's animated. And so like, you know, a lot of people don't think that, you know, Oh, it's animation. It's whatever. You can't pull on the same heartstrings as, as regular movies. And I challenge anyone who doesn't think that, anime is 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 up there as far as like with film like comparable with with film and 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 things like that to watch um either of those like the show or grave of the fireflies and uh and not cry (laughs) (laughs) well like um it was the one spirited away i just uh i recently watched spirited Spirited away Away. the first time is another fantastic that actually that won an oscar you know what i mean like that was that was a big uh that was a big get but pretty much any miyazaki movie will is 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 gold but for a time, man, this was the one, like you said, like if, if you were talking to somebody back in the day that thought, oh, either, you know, uh, cartoons are for kids or anime is just, you know, lame, you know, and just kind of too, you know, over the top, uh, you know, like the whole Goku and the, what's yeah. the ball thing that he throws in the air. And granted, I like Dragon Ball Z, but like, no, I, know, you know, I know you do. I know, I know yeah. I'm not bashing it. I'm not bashing it. <laughs> it's, it's not on the same level as, as Cowboy Bebop at all. Exactly. Like Dragon Ball is, is a thing, but I think in America, like Dragon Ball is what most people probably would associate back in the day with anime. And so like, and that, and that appeals to a certain, it appealed to a certain kind of person at the time. And I think like now, like Cowboy Bebop is something that you could put in front of anybody. It was something you could put in front of anybody and be like, no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's not just for nerds. Watch this. And it, it would blow people, blow, blow, blow people's minds, man. Yeah. So, all right. So let's talk about this. Um, live action Cowboy Bebop. What was your expectations going into the show? Uh, man, I don't know. I, I was kind of holding because like I hadn't I hadn't watched the original Cowboy Bebop in so long that mm. I was kind of holding back my expectations. Like, I, I and honestly, I was thinking about not watching it through because I wanted just to see what they did. Right. And then, you know, go back and watch the original and, and kind of compare and contrast. Like, that was my idea at first was to watch the Netflix show, then rewatch the original series and um, kind of, you know, see how it's going. And I, so w- with that in mind, I didn't want to set expectations for what I was looking for, for two reasons. One, you know, I wanted to be, I wanted to be open to, you know, whatever interpretation that they're going to go with, because I know it's not going to be a scene for scene remake of the show. That's just, that's impossible. Right. Right. And um, I also didn't like, I, I, I knew, how much I liked the original, but it had been so long that it was one of those, it wasn't fresh in my mind. So how much of that is nostalgia and how much of that is, um, you know, actual good show, you know? And so I, I kind of went in with, with no expectations whatsoever. I just like, I, I wanted, like, I thought John show would be great for spike. Yes. Um, uh, I thought uh, Mustafa would be great for jet. 
incredible yes yes yeah and and that was my like those are my expectations like if if if, if i had gone to like I, I knew that mufasa was going to be great and i knew that john show was going to be great as well and that was pretty what? much it, it going in dude he like looked like he stepped off as jet black man he looked like he stepped out of the screen out of the animation like oh yeah the costume design all right let, let's let's all right, so people can probably kind of tell based on the way we're setting this up that we're going in a bit of a negative <laughs> direction. So let, let's let's subvert some expectations here and start talking about like what we absolutely love about the show. Because like, let me tell you, the costume design, like the world building, the absolute like just love and appreciation for the source material, like this felt through all of its flaws, which we'll talk about. It felt very much like it was made by people who loved like the aesthetic the show, the source material, like, man, the cost. I mean, I, I keep going back to this, but man, the costume design was spot on and they didn't yeah. even try to like hide away from it, man. They had a uh, spike wearing like the exact same clothes every single episode. They had them all wearing the exact same clothes. Every I loved episode. it. I loved it. Like fantastic. Yes. The, the, the production design, the sets, like costumes, all of that was just a, was a glowing love letter to yes. uh, the, the anime. And I, I loved that about it. I thought that was great. Like the ship design, uh, like all of that. Oh, stuff. the yeah. ships, dude. And oh man, when they're inside, like the, the bebop, like in the little hangout area and everything. Yeah. And it's, it's wild. And this is what's done so well is because if you go back and you watch the anime, it's not exact. Like, it's not like they, they specifically like got every single aspect of that, that meeting room. Right. But it feels right. And that is how you take a something like animated or comic book, whatever it is. It's not about getting it perfect. It's about making it feel right. And that is what they did so well in the set design and the costume design of this, this show. And like, it's not, it's, this is not like, you know, if you haven't seen it, this is not just like throwing out like, oh, well, those are like the low tier awards that you're just trying to find. No, it's actually like phenomenal. There's like people need to win awards for this show from that standpoint. Because we're so used to seeing comic book movies take a quote more realistic approach right. to superhero comic or superhero costumes. And you very rarely get something that is like screen accurate. Like like kind of like at the end of X-Men um Astonishing X-Men run where they have like the like Cyclops oh, like the big X. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like it was at the end, I think it was in a trailer there when they're in the danger room and like they show off those costumes, you know, like like Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler's costume was fantastic. And uh, nice. like all of them, it, it was like that, that astonishing X-Men Joss Whedon run, which I probably shouldn't mention his name, <laughs> current events, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> Have you read but, that, that article in Vulture or uh, whatever it was? Did you I, I read clips on it on Twitter and I was about to throw up. I was it's like, a, oh, my God, that's a long read. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anyway, we're not here to talk about anyway. that. We're here to talk about the get with you up. Yes. Like, like, I'll, I'll, I'll reel this. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, I'm used to as comic book, as a comic book, you know, uh, a fan and comic book movies to getting not. You know, like they're inspired by the comic book, but they're not really, you know, comic accurate. Right. Costumes here, they're like, no, we're we're making we're making anime accurate costumes, with the exception of Faye, which I totally get why they didn't do that, and no, I, I you fine. know kind of yeah, appreciate why they didn't do that. You know, I mean, they, you don't you don't need that per se, but yeah. Um, and so that was that was super cool. And you know, sometimes you might see it where like they wear normal clothes and then they suit up, but this time no, it's Spike in the anime always wears his suit. And Spike in the show always wears his suit. Always you know? wears his suit. <laughs> it was right, great. Man. It was so great. It was perfect. And like those are the kinds of things that it's it's so it's so weird about this show because like you like you see all these things and the the love and dedication that they poured into it. And okay, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and transition. So um, let's just start off with this. So vicious and Julia pop up pretty early on, huh? Yeah, yeah. 
that um that's a choice you know it is that's, that's a choice that happens in this this thing uh ed not in this until the very end which old ed yeah i, I guess I mean, like, that's 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 uh, that's fine you know you're, you're, you're gonna have a, a problem finding an actor that can do like ed st- well i don't know maybe not i don't i don't know anything I, about I, kids I, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway, point is, uh, Ed shows up pretty late, extremely late in the game as a post-credit scene, and is much older. And that that was that was a little odd to me. Um, but but let's talk about uh, Spike. Spike has a daughter. That's that's new. Wait, Spike had a daughter? Oh no, sorry, not Spike. Jet. Jet had a Jet, daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Jet yeah, had Jet, a daughter. Jet had a daughter in a you know in another family and and stuff and. She that wants was, a doll. We got to get that doll, man. That's that's a series arc right there. I mean, um, that was kind of funny. Uh, I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> I like like that would have been fine if it had just been like you know, oh, I got to get this doll for my daughter, and then like, okay, whatever. I you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, man. Like, I wanted, to, I, I wanted to like this so much, man. <laughs> I did too. And, and so, like that, you could tell it'd be it'd be one thing if you like this was like a like soulless cash grab, and it's not that. Like this does. Like this was made with love. Like, like, where was the disconnect? Like, that's what I don't understand. Well, it's like a macaroni. You know, like when the kids make a little macaroni picture of your face, and it's like, well, that definitely doesn't look like me, but I can see the love all over it. You know, that's kind of what this is with this. I can tell you exactly what the disconnect is, though. I know exactly what what happened here. I what? Think. All right. So this is maybe me jumping to the end because I think there's a lot lot more to talk about. But I think what happened is somebody wanted to tell a story. Where like basically like I want to tell Cowboy Bebop, but like have it like Julia's Revenge, and I think that's not a bad concept. I think that that's kind of cool, but you don't actually tell Cowboy Bebop with and make it Julia's Revenge. You make your own story and make your own Julia and tell that story. And like for example, I mean like I I wrote a play where I like that I my whole basis for it was that I wanted a story where uh, it was Casablanca, but Sam kills Rick. But I didn't actually tell the story of Casablanca where Sam kills Rick. I made an entirely different story with entirely original characters in order to do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like this this that that was a that was a big choice in this series. And at first it was a jarring because Julia alive is a major reveal in the in the anime. And to reveal that from the first episode, j- just that alone, like take away the the kind of the, you know, um, uh, into the Spiegelverse, you know, changes they made and into like, you know, the whole arc and everything else. But like her reveal, like I, I was watching this and I was like, oh, if you've not read the anime, I can't recommend this because like this is going to spoil a pretty like the last episode of the anime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. You know, that was I'm trying to I'm, I'm looking through the episode list because I'm trying to remember when they kind of revealed that Julia was alive. First episode. Wait, no, 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 I'm, talking about, I'm, I'm talking about the anime. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Next uh, penultimate. I guarantee it was the penultimate episode. Um, I promise you that. I promise you it's the, the next to last episode is the first time that we get the revelation that Julia's alive. I don't know if it was next to last. I'm, I, I, I would put money on it, maybe. I, I don't know. All right. I, I, I'll put, I'll put d- 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 Minecraft diamonds. I don't know. I'll put, I'll put something on it. Because like Faye runs into Julia the second or last episode. But like, I think, I think that, 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 Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I know because we see Vicious shows up in the first kind of like, I guess, uh, like one fourth of the anime. And like, that's the thing. He's such a 
well, I mean, vicious presence. Like he is, there's something that is, he's almost like death personified. And so by making him more of a a full character in this, in the live action series, it kind of declaws him a little bit. You know what I mean? He was a joke. Yeah. Like he was played off as comic relief in the first several episodes. Uh, yeah, 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 and yeah. Like I, I was like, this isn't like. Let me let, let me let me give you a little story of how I had to watch this show. Okay. So I watched I think the first two or three episodes, and I was like, I, I felt weird. It, it felt really weird. I was like, I love the anime. I was like, is this? Did did I like the anime because it was like it's just nostalgia and and the anime is kind of like not good either. And so I started rewatching the anime and I was like, no, this is great. And I, you know, eventually had to go back and finish the show. But I, it, it felt kind of like, you know, between watching the anime and watching the show that like the soul was just sucked out of the anime. Yeah. Well, you mean the live action? Sorry. The, the, yeah, the, the soul was sucked out of the live action. Like the, the, the anime has a lot of soul, right? Yeah. And well, and the other thing too, is there's inconsistencies all throughout, right? Like, for example, you mentioned vicious is kind of played for a joke to some extent but then and then you look at like um uh spike which is a very uh it's a very inspired take on on the character but but you know at the same time uh it was a show made it his own uh in terms of what he did with the character yeah. and then you go to jet who is like just anime accurate from the he, he's even got the voice like he like the way he like does the voice and everything is as if he like walked off the screen and so like the inconsistencies all around and then uh Faye is a very different take on Faye which again is fine but I think like this amalgam of being either extremely true or extremely different kind of made for a weird watching experience if you're familiar with the source material you know yeah and like Spike having an opportunity to kill vicious and he doesn't like in the first couple episodes yeah I I will say the one episode that I thought was actually really good was the next to last live action episode where it was kind of the prequel kind of giving you the origin story of spike and vicious's relationship. I agree. I think, I think that one was really, really good. Um, that was one of the gems. Uh, there, there were, there were a couple in there that were, that were, you know, fairly decent. Were there? Boy, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Cowboy gospel was okay. Which one was that one? That was the very first episode. It, it's, it's the, it's the equivalent of oh, the, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. With the terrorist the tree terrorist people. Yeah. It's the, the red eye. Right. right or bloody oh eyes. no yeah that one of course yes yeah 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 asteroid blues is the one that's based off of in the anime okay um, that's right the first episode did kind of give me hope like okay i see what they're doing here this is actually this is really impressive and i was watching it with my wife who she had seen the anime before or parts of the anime before but it had been so long that she didn't remember it and so like she like with the whole reveal that you know she wasn't actually pregnant that it was just you know the red eye underneath she was like blown away by that like yeah I was like, oh yeah and I was really excited to see her enjoy the anime, like, like through those, those fresh eyes or rather the live action series through the fresh eyes of someone who wasn't familiar with the anime, Whew, but you just, you know, over time and it very quickly, it just got to be a slog. Yeah. And, 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 and that's why like, you know, I watched the first episode and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm getting the rhythm. Let's, you know, we'll, we'll turn it up. And then like second episode, they, Julia's alive and vicious is like played as a punk and um you know like and then i was like okay that just felt kind of weird and then the uh the one where they introduce ein like the, yeah the, that yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that was where i kind of had to stop watching and go back and watch some stuff or no maybe i think it was after callisto's soul that was the mm. uh the one on ganymede with the bioweapon 
Was the one with Ayn, is that where um, Faye's mom came into the picture? No, Faye's mom came into the picture in, um, I think that was Galileo Hustle, episode seven. I will say that they did like, you know, some of the licenses they took, which again, we here at TV Talk are never opposed to people taking licenses with characters. Like there's nothing yeah, necessarily sure. like, they, you know, make it your own. That's perfectly fine. But I think that there's there's something about the way in which this show presented itself as such like this true adaptation. And then to like take some major swings out of left part while all, like like this weird balance of trying to be both felt off. Like it would have been better if they had completely made it their own or if they had stayed more true to it, or I've got a third option, but I'm, I'm going to save it for us to yeah, talk about later. Cause like, that's, that's the thing is, you know, after I, I stopped my watch and started the rewatch of the anime, I would go back and I would watch the episodes that were based on the, the TV show episodes and the way the TV show did them, or sorry, the, I would watch the Netflix episodes that were based off the anime episodes and they were, the anime ones were just done so much better. Like yeah. th- the characterization was better. Like the way they it, solved the problem was better. Like, and they, they almost like invite you to compare it, right? Because it is so similar at times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, like, like Cowboy Gospel, um, uh, the first episode, the the Red Eye episode, um, that one, you know, that one was was fairly close. And so I was like, okay, cool. Like, you know, there was it, it felt the same. And then, mm-hmm. like, I don't remember. I, I, I think the Teddy Bomber thing was something was something new. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah. I mean, like that. They it was very different the way they handled the Teddy Bomber. Yeah, but it was kind of like that. They're like, oh, hey, here's the Teddy Bomber. We're going to kind of put him in this story or like, oh, here's the eco terrorist. We're going to kind of put him in this story. And that, again, that's fine if done right. But I don't think this done right. But the one the one that killed me, the one yeah. that absolutely killed me what was, was the episode. Oh, it was us in the Netflix show, a sad clown, a go go. Ah, uh, yeah. Which yeah. was uh, Pierre Lafoe on the anime and yeah. like Pierre LaFoe is one of my favorite episodes of the anime. And I just didn't really like sad clown of go, go. Yeah. Yeah. I think holistically, anytime they incorporated a lot of those characters, but I mean, I, I hear you on that one. That one is uh, a, a much loved of all the villains of the, the cowboy bebop series. It was definitely a, a fan favorite. Um, I think it was, well, like uh, the even, way they explain the backstory of the of the of the uh, assassin of Pierre is so is so interesting in the anime, and it's just boring in the uh, in the show. And like the way that they you know have it to be like, oh, Spike's going to go out on his own because he doesn't want to risk his teammates. That's not at all how it happened. It was like, you know, he he stumbled across this dude killing uh, some senator, or not senator, whatever, and then. Pierre was like, I'm going to kill you now. And so he sent an email to him and Spike's like, okay, cool. And he just goes. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And it's not like, you know, he's like, this seems interesting because he has no idea what he's up against. And that intrigues him. That's part of his character. Right. Mm. And, and it, yeah, like, I don't know that one. That one just kind of made me sad. <laughs> like a sad clown. Exactly. A sad clown, a go-go. Yeah. <laughs> and in the end, the sound clown, a go-go was you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But no, doctor, I, yeah. I am sad clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you, man. I hear you. That It, it could have been done better, I think. And that's, or, or maybe could it? I mean, like, that's the question. Like, is there any way to do a live action Cowboy Bebop that, that works, that makes sense? Um, it would have to be really like weird and artsy. And, and I, I think that would make it so much better. I think you're right, man. Or, or something crazy. And I want to get into that next, but Hey, let's uh, take a quick break. We'll be right back. We'll be talking more about uh, cowboy bebop here in just a moment. 
more great TV talk up in just a few minutes. But first, we got to pay a few bills. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. All right, man, so I've got a pitch for what they... What, what you know, aka what they should have done, right? Like what, how, how this could have been fixed, or not even fixed, but like a different path altogether with this. I think they should have taken a page out of Watchmen. Now, like Watchmen was the quintessential graphic novel. It it was the pinnacle of what you could tell storytelling in kind of graphic novel format for the time, and I think still celebrated in many respects as such. When it was made into a movie, there was a lot of questions as to whether or not it could be done well, because on, you know, on the one hand, it's done in such a you know, beautiful way that it does have a cinematic feel, but it was specifically created to be, you know, to really push the envelope of what graphic novel storytelling was. And so you got Zack Snyder comes on board uh, after the success of 300, taking that same kind of frame to frame approach to creating uh, the 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 comic uh, to screen type of the panel to screen, if you will, approach <laughs> to uh, to movie making, and you know, made some decisions. There was a lot of folks like you know we a lot of things about the movie that we we really enjoyed. Uh, a lot of moments that were like ripped directly from the comics that felt really good, but when it was off, when it was a different direction entirely it somehow felt even worse because you were doing all of the visual nods, all of the things to communicate that you were paying homage to what came before. But then when you take some of those big swings and try to make it your own in a different kind of way, it feels off and like a betrayal. And to some extent, I would argue that that's exactly what happened here. However, if we take a book from what happened later with Watchmen, with HBO's Watchmen, where they essentially told a sequel to Watchmen that nobody asked for, and yet they came in and like nailed it. Man, <laughs> that was a good show. That was a fantastic show. Like who would have thought that a sequel to Watchmen would be good? And it was fantastic. I would argue, Bell. I think something that would have been way more interesting is if we got a sequel, a live action sequel to Cowboy Bebop that followed Jet and Faye like on the Bebop, uh, kind of reestablishing themselves, trying to kind of like pick themselves up after kind of the events, maybe a few years later. Um, and kind of establish what that dynamic is, what that relationship is. And then over time, perhaps reveal some things as to whether or not, for example, Spike is still alive, whether or not, for example, Ed is out there or what she's up to. Then you could actually introduce an older Ed. Um, and maybe like, it, you know, there's a lot of ways you could potentially take an older Ed too, whether or not she has, you know, some sort of mental um, kind of arrested development going on. Or if, you know, like, who knows? Like, I'd, I'd be kind of curious to see what what a serious take on an older ed might be so anyway all that to say 
I think that the path to something like this in the future for anybody that's considering making a live action adaptation for something that was at its pinnacle in its original format, don't remake, like tell a sequel. Yeah. Tell a sequel. You can go bold in sequels and nobody's going to be mad or feel betrayed. You know what I mean? Like you, you can do that. Yeah. And, and I mean, especially like, you know, there, there would, you'd have to bring back spike. Of course. But I think, I think the, the the thing there would be to like you know let it linger is he alive like maybe he's like working in the background and there's like hints leading up to his reveal kind of exactly what they did with the new watchman show that i'm going to end that conversation right there that's where we end um, that conversation right there that's right <laughs> but, but that's you know, exactly but, right yes yes and, ex- like, and like that same pacing i would even argue would work perfectly yeah yeah absolutely like i think that'd be i think that'd be really cool i think that'd be a cool idea and you know because like i i think you couldn't have cowboy bebop without spike but I think, you know, well, so I think, but this is the thing, right? Like you, you would, you might say like, how can you have Watchmen with like without Rorschach, but that's exactly what they did. You know what I mean? Like with, with the, with the uh, live or, you know, with the, with the sequel show on HBO. So like, I, I think that if you've got a good enough story, then you can kind of cha- challenge the kind of what's expected of a, you know, of, of, of said brand. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I think, Anyway, I just that that was the one thing I, I walked away from this thing. And I think especially when they introduced Ed at the end, and I was like, oh, that after everything that was so weird about the decisions they made with with Julia and with Vicious and with Spike, it just and and honestly, where they, where they all left things with Faye and Jed as well. I was just like, this all feels weird. And then they throw in like, you know, adult Ed or not adult, but like, I don't know how old she was, but like Ed in her 20, 20s. And it was so over the top. It felt like she like popped out of like a PBS a, children's special or something. That was like a teenager, Ed, not like a. They wasn't a kid like Ed, Ed, like Ed, Ed's to, like nine years old or something. Right. She's supposed to be like this, like crazy, like young genius. Yeah. And this Ed was like, I don't know, 13, 14. Yeah. 12, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Like I, it felt more like a quirky teenager maybe then, or, or maybe, I don't know. She, she seemed older. She seemed older than a teenager. Yeah. Actually, what the actor? We can look this up right now. What's the interesting? I mean, like, I know that the actor and actress's name or age is not necessarily a guarantee. Eden, Eden Perkins is the is the actress. I don't know. Um, there's no like Wikipedia link or anything for okay. her. So, but no, there could enough. be a IMDb entry. The Netflix show is supposed to be 13, I think. Gotcha. But... Well, I don't know. This one just seems it just I, I don't know. It just it, like I said, it it kind of like was the 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 cherry on the weirdness top or the like the not quite rightness top that um that I felt at the end of the series. But that one yeah. episode, the the prequel episode I thought was good, which is why I was like, I, yeah, this is what you should do. You, you you tell a prequel or tell a sequel, but don't 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 do what this was, please. And and you know, I you know, I don't want to poop on it. Like I liked I liked the first episode Cowboy Gospel, you know, I liked uh, Blue Crow Waltz, which was the second to last the penultimate episode. Yeah, that was really good, yeah. I liked, I think, uh, Dark Side Tango episode five. That was like Jet's backstory. See, I thought that the anime did it better. Like, I actually, it, it just the entire time I was watching, I was like, I kind of want to watch this episode on the anime. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, I mean, you know, like I, I got that for a lot of a lot of yeah. those. Um, but you know, I thought that one was done was done well. Okay. No, I mean it was it was true. I mean, like you know, it was it was true to the the source material. And Jet was, I felt like, oh, so all right, this gets the, the whole thing right. So Mustafa did a fantastic job. Which, by the way, I didn't realize till just now that he was he was Bush Bushmaster on the on the on Luke Cage. Dang it, I can't I can't do I, I sometimes I can do the voice, but I can't do the voice right now. <laughs> 
Uh, but anyway, yeah, he was uh, he was the villain on uh, on Luke Cage. I didn't know that. Yeah, season two. Okay, season two. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Okay. But anyway, so yeah, so huh? But no, he was he was like his his portrayal was spot on. His story was almost anything but, and so it just yeah. felt so weird. So weird. I know. Like, and, it, and it's and it sucks too for because like I you know. <sighs> The, the the actors and their portrayals were fantastic yes like it was it was absolutely the best part like i john cho perfect for spike right uh uh mustafa perfect for um for jet and uh daniela like it was a different it was a different characterization of Faye, which i think which i think fine. was fine yeah. i thought she did good like i i thought like you know i thought that interpretation of the character she she had amnesia you know and she comes in and she's like you know yeah i i thought i thought she did a great job um but it was just, I don't know, the, the writing wasn't good. The story wasn't all that great. Who wrote this thing? You know what? I never do. Who wrote this thing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think it was a combination of things. I think the writing, as you mentioned, like is a is major issue with this series. And then I, I would say the direction is a little confusing because there just seems to be kind of like a, a lot of like, I don't know. And honestly, while the casting was great, I don't know that the, the cast as a whole was great together. I don't think they had the chemistry that was really needed for this. I thought Spike and Jet had pretty decent chemistry. I don't know, man. I, I, I like there was a couple of scenes that felt a little forced, like some scenes they got right. But some scenes I, don't, I was just not feeling it. What I don't understand, though, is why, like, you know, they're going to they're going to end the, they didn't get a second season, but they're going to end it on like Jet and Spike being like, nah we're not going to be friends anymore. Okay. So this was created by Christopher Yost, um, Thor, the dark world. <laughs> oh, he wrote Thor the dark world, but he, but he also wrote Thor Ragnarok. So like, what, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Dad, got me Yost. <laughs> like, what? And he wrote several episodes of, okay. Like the Avengers are smartest heroes. That was a great cartoon. What yeah. happened here? What 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 happened? There there was a who 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 he somebody. worked on the Mandalorian too. He was an executive consultant and a writer for it. What happened here, man? Like something happened here. I don't know. I feel like there, there needs to be a some. Uh, this seems like a series that was set up to to win, but then was sabotaged somewhere along the way. You know what I mean? Yeah, like. It, this, this should have been this should have been a hit like you know I, I mean at the same time like i mentioned it's an impossible feat to try to recreate the show so i get that i do get that but like it, this is such a weird fail yeah yeah such a weird fail all right out of five man what do we, what do we give <laughs> i will give it a two because there were two episodes oh. <laughs> that i enjoyed <laughs> I, I will give it a ugh. man it's a full zero i think for me this is like full-on skip I hate to say it. I like I, I appreciate the love that that is clearly, clearly in the DNA of this show, but man, like it it to some extent it ruins the anime uh, with the review. No, it makes the anime better. Like it makes well, no, me but watch what I mean the anime is, over and over again. What I, that is true, but what I mean is if you've never, sorry, I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. It does. It it will if you are a fan of the anime, it will immediately make you turn this off and go watch the anime and appreciate it even more. That's true. But if you were someone who has never watched the anime and you pick this up and this is your first like viewing of it it like completely spoils some major elements of the anime and then goes on such a drastically different direction that feels so off i mean there's a reason i compare it to um to to watchmen the 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 film 
And the decision to go with that movie with, uh, you know, Dr. Manhattan as kind of like the, the villain, you know, as opposed to the giant squid monster. Yeah. Was so different. Like it was, it was it's so different that when they made the sequel, they had to ignore the movie, even though the movie, like most of the people who I talked to who was watching the HBO series didn't even read the comic. They were going based off of the movie because that's how, you know, like audiences were kind of uh, seeing the two connected. Yeah. So everything squid related was completely, you know, whew, you know, they had that great setup. Episode. We'll talk about Watchmen sometime in the future. But anyway, so, yeah, no, I think um, I feel as though if you've not seen the anime, this is a full skip. If you have seen the anime, it's worth putting on for about five minutes to remind you why you should be watching the anime. But like, that's it. I, I give it a full zero. I hate that I did. I was so looking forward to this movie or this series, man. But um, yeah, that's, I that's mean, I, I, yeah, you know, when I was watching, the, I was watching it with Christy because, like, I, I was hoping this would be, you know, an introduction to the to the universe, so I can be like, hey, you want to watch the anime now? Um, uh, you know, but you know, we were watching episodes, and you know, we we're talking about it. So, like, what do you think? It's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. And and, <laughs> and and like, I was kind of feeling the same way, and I didn't, I didn't want to. Like, I wanted to be like, yeah, no, this is great, but I just couldn't. And and so, like, you know, I think I think it took me three uh like sessions to get through this right we watched the first three episodes together she didn't really seem interested in watching the rest of it and so i was finally i was like all right well i'll, I'll watch a couple more then i was like i have to watch the, the anime again i watched the anime and then uh i watched uh a couple more episodes and each one uh like after sad clown of gogo i had to go watch uh pierre lafau <laughs> <laughs> right because i had to watch the taste out of my mouth uh, yeah and and then you know i finally watched uh the second to last episode and i was like okay cool but it was it was uh too late at night and i had to go to sleep and i finally watched the last one but i was i was kind of excited for the last episode after watching nine um but 10 i was like okay why why did you do this to julia like i don't i don't understand that yeah granted just... not like julia had a really better end in the anime but like well, no, no. I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, it's, it's, uh, you know, Julia's not really a fully embodied character in the anime. She's not supposed to be. Like, she, she's kind of seen as more of like a, uh, a, a concept or, or like a, um, like the green light in, in Great Gatsby, you know, like, like she is essentially that. So she's not a full character. And so I do understand, like, a desire especially if you love the 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 series and, and you kind of love that like man what would it be like if like she was an actual character with actual agency and like how would that change the universe that's a that's a that's an interesting concept i'm, I'm not arguing that it's not but if you want to tell that story go tell that story don't do a cowboy bebop where that happens <laughs> yeah because that's not who joya is in cowboy bebop go go tell your story again i wanted to tell a story where sam kills rick and so I wrote a play, a completely different universe with entirely new, new characters, everything. Yes, highly inspired off of Casablanca. But I didn't go say like, here's Casablanca, but where Sam kills Rick. Like, no, like that's, <laughs> I didn't, or I didn't market it as like, come see the Casablanca play. And then like completely, you know, take a completely different direction with it. I just, I don't know. That's anyway. Yeah. All right. I keep referencing my play someday. Also spoilers for my play. If you ever see it or if it ever gets made. <laughs> Well, I hadn't seen Casablanca, so I don't really know who each of those characters are. But oh, I'm you've never seen Casablanca? Uh, no, frankly, Bo, I don't give a damn. And that's a different. Oh no! <laughs> Wait, no, that's um, that's, that's that's gone with the wind. That's gone with the wind. Anyway, all right, y'all. So that's <laughs> <laughs> all credibility out the window, y'all. We want to know y'all's thoughts. Did you like Cowboy Bebop? Uh, Netflix Cowboy Bebop. Let us know. Uh, explain it to us. Make a case. We'd love to hear 
uh, what we missed. Uh, or if you please, happen, please to- give me a reason to like this show because I wanted to like it so bad. And we're oh, not getting God. a second season, so it's not like it matters anyway. I don't see where they have like the writing credits anywhere on like the Wikipedia page. Like they're trying to like something. Did they forget to write it? That might be part of it. What I don't understand is they had the same stunt team as John Wick. And and like, you know, I I, I get that John Cho's an older guy, but like in the, you know, the 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 fighting in the in the anime was like, you know, the the like choreography still applies with with animated stuff, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like the animation of the choreography was just stunning in the anime and then i get it that john cho is 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 an older guy and that like you know it's, it's harder to do those kinds of martial arts and stuff i mean neo is not exactly a spring chicken you know what i mean like yeah so like you know i i don't know i don't know yeah but I, something happened here i want a documentary investigation of like what happened to the live action cowboy bebop because there's so much here that like this thing was set up to be they had all the right people but it's just missing something I don't know. Yeah. Something happened here. I want to know what it is. If you know, let us know. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe that's, that's, we'll do, we'll do an investigatory, uh, uh, a podcast on, on who killed Cowboy Bebop, you know? <laughs> anyway. All right. Y'all. Thanks so much for this. Uh, be sure to let us know your thoughts. TV talk, uh, FM on the Twitters. Uh, you can find all of our contact information and more at, uh, TV talk.fm. Uh, we're also rocking along with our Batcraft and Minecraft, uh, bell, has just been recruited to a secret society, as I understand it. Yes, yes, perhaps yeah. I have, perhaps I haven't. It no. could be a secret. No. no. Yeah, check the TV Talk YouTube channel for updates there. And uh, I think that's going to do it for us for today. So uh, don't worry. <laughs> we'll be back in a flash. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.